Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hello, everyone in the United States and around the world. You're right now saying, who is that? That doesn't sound like Joyce Bender. This is Joyce Bender recovering from COVID. That's why my voice sounds so different. But let me tell you, what's that postman's thing? Uh, Neither rain nor snow nor sleet nor hail could have prevented me from being on the show with Ty Herndon. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, And as a matter of fact, I was thinking, this is what I've always wanted to ask someone. And I'm going to ask him in a minute. What do entertainers do when they have a show and this happens to them? So we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, to all my listeners around the world, thank you so much. From China to Australia. Wow. You guys are awesome. And then, of course, to everyone in the United States, speaking of around the world, Richard Roberts with the U.S. State Department in Brazil. Shout out to you. Shout out to Gun Young Cho in South Korea. Cheryl Harris at the State Department. Benjamin in Kazakhstan. You know, I just want you to know, all those people, are helping me spread the news about quality of life. And as I'll be mentioning in a minute, for those living with mental health disabilities in many of those countries, it is horrific. It is terrible. But we've got a lot to do right here in the United States. Special shout out, Yoshiko Dart. Special shout out to you uh, and to Highmark our lead sponsor. So you can't imagine, I guess you can, being that I'm on here no matter what, having Ty Herndon, Grammy-nominated and Dove Award-winning recording artist. Oh, like I have such a famous person. It's unbelievable. And I'm so thrilled. I have to ask this first. Ty, my first question, what do you do when you're an entertainer and you get a cold or the flu or something, what happens? Well, first of all, I wasn't nervous to you mentioned all those countries. So hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, um, you know, you you can't, you can't call in sick. So I have, uh, I've done shows that I sound like uh, uh, a bad version of my friend, Kim Carnes, because she sounds great. Um, and you just sound like a dog barking. But you just got to sing those songs and hope the crowd sings the knows the hits and sings it really loud and it just you just you just puddle through, man. That's just what you have to do. The show must go on. I always say, oh my God, what do entertainers do? What do Broadway stars do that go out every night? Um, I guess you just go. That's what you do. You just go. <laughs> well, no, 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 wish- no thing else. I wish we could have an understudy for uh, sometimes, but, <laughs> but in country music, we're it, man. Uh, I, I give some of my, uh, I, pr- I produce records today as well. And some of these young guys are like, oh, I got a call. I should cancel the weekend. I'm like, 
Um, I've never canceled a show for a stuffy nose in my life, so uh, we're not going to do that. <laughs> wow, that is unbelievable. That just shows what a champion you are. That takes real fortitude. And you were saying about people uh, around the world, we have some countries where, like, there's only two people on the show. I mean, in that country listening. But I always tell them, whether you're in Mongolia, no matter where you are, you're making a difference because one person, one person can spread the news. And all of you can buy Ty's music. So how about that? And so you know everyone in the United States, Ty, people with disabilities or families of people with disabilities are so supportive of anyone that stands up for us, and that's you. So as I said, it's such an honor to have you on the show today. You're a country superstar, artist, Grammy-nominated, Dove Award winner, mental rights advocate. You are a star with 20 Billboard hit singles. And wait, 5 million albums sold, yet you (laughs) took time to be with us today. And that is so exciting for all of us. Um, Oh, man. Thank you. you, you, You've lived such a journey. You came back from so much substance abuse, setbacks in the music world, poverty, and almost died from an overdose. Yet, here you are, a champion, star country recording artist, and a podcaster, and most importantly, (laughs) a just a good man. You know, I've followed you on that podcast, and I would say you are just a good man and a role model for so many. Wow. Let me ask you this question. Did you ever, in your wildest dreams, believe you would be a country star? <laughs> well, uh, with everything that I've been through, I, I always remember my grandmother. She was my hero. She, she said, son, even if both legs are broken, get up anyway. So those words rang true in my head many times. Um, but I uh, that same grandmother, I sang my first solo song on her radio show. She had a radio show in South Alabama every Sunday. And I wasn't tall enough to even get to the microphone, so they would stack Coca-Cola boxes up. And I would sing, and my grandma would play guitar for me. And if my voice sounds a little funny, I, I'm on the same but with you, I have, I have had COVID four times. It, uh, it, it seemed to like me. So I've, I've burned sage in the house and, and, and told it to get away. <laughs> oh, I didn't try that. I'll have to try that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is terrible, isn't it? Well, hey, your grandmother. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So I have a, probably so have tired. a little bit of the COVID fog today, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to keep up. Oh, we're just the same. How about that? <laughs> We're in the same boat. Uh, boy, we'll that help is each great... other out. <laughs> yes, we will. That's a great story about your grandmother. Um, it really is. And is it actually her that influenced you to be a country uh, recording artist? Well, you know, I grew up in bluegrass and gospel music. So that's oh. kind of what I thought I would do. And uh, my dad had this great collection of uh, of country records, and so it was country gospel and bluegrass playing in our house. And we would gather around 
my grandfather's um, FM radio and listened to the Grand Ole Opry, except it was an AM radio uh, then. And man, I just, I just said, I want to be on that same stage with, you know, with Patsy Cline and Reba McIntyre and, um, and still love the Lord and do gospel music and, 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 and try to be a great man. So, you know, it's been a, I said, I said, I had a lot of dirt roads, uh, to get to the smooth pavement. Um, but I, um, I'm so thrilled that, that, that people love my music and that I can sing the truth and, um, and help people with the thing that I love most uh, besides my mama and that's country music. Oh, well, Ty, you and I have the same faith. So how about that also? I no wonder it. I could I tell it. you are you are a good man. I had an accident. That's how this all started with uh, my company, this non-national company. And as you heard me say, I travel around the world. And this is a 20th anniversary of this radio show. Um, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Um, one night I'm at a movie theater. My disability had been misdiagnosed and I had a seizure at a movie theater and hit my head so hard. I fractured my skull, had a brain hemorrhage and was rushed to the hospital and had life-saving brain surgery. But here's the thing. There were only a few people out. Well, that's when I found out I had epilepsy, but there were only a few people out there because it was the intermission of a movie, out of nowhere comes this man. He says, I'm a doctor, and this is the person who saved my life. I've been in New York Times, Reader's Digest, all these things. I've never found him. That's why Reader's Digest said, her angel at the movie theater. Look what happened (laughs) from that. Look what happened. I have have some of the same angels that, that, uh, that that showed up for me as well, and um, sometimes they sometimes they show up when I don't want them to. I'm like, I I, I got this, <laughs> and then God says, No, you don't, son. <laughs> well, they definitely so, have helped both of us. They have definitely helped both of us. I am so. so go ahead. I'm so sorry. I need this. I'm so happy about your miracle. That's amazing. It is. Because, you know, now I have this national company because people with disabilities have such a high unemployment. And uh, as I told you, I speak around the world. But that's not all. I did volunteer work for 20 years for high school students with disabilities. And finally, 2018, it became a 501c3. And that's where the Mary Brocker Mental Health Initiative Not Ashamed campaign is. And I just want to thank you for doing that. But I got to tell you, Ty, you know, it's so important what you're doing and saying because from bullying and other things, we lose young people to suicide. So that's why I couldn't wait to have you on today. So I'm going to ask you a question I've heard you ask people. Ready? Yes. How would you describe who Ty is? Say that one more time. How would you describe who Ty is? I heard you ask this to, who was it? Can't remember now. 
But who is Ty there's, there's today? A, there's a little bit of static on the phone, so I think that you that you said who is Ty? Yeah. Wow, who is Ty today? He is. Um, I can sum that up in one word. It, it's, it's happy. Um, wellness rules in my blood and bones. Sobriety rules in my blood and bones. Love and being of service. Um, and believe me, um, when you finally get a chance to get your heart and your mind connected the way they're supposed to be, because your heart and your mind runs the rest, runs everything else. And to have them uh, fighting each other is, 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 uh, is a nightmare pretty much. But I tell kids when I get to, to hug them and talk to them, um, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have trauma in your life. It's, it's going to happen. I don't know anybody that hasn't, but I hope that I can help you with the tools to deal with it better. Um, because, um, mental health is, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I always say that as well. I've got a t-shirt that says sober on the front and on the back. It says, and I'm fun, damn it. <laughs> and the, other one, the other one says I'm, I'm mental and I'm proud. And I just, I think we have to wear our scars and let them be center stage because that's our truth. And if you don't do that, you're not able to help anyone else and you're not able to help yourself. So who, who I am today is uh, I'm a teacher, a little bit of a preacher, and I am a singer and a songwriter, and, um, and, I'm, a, and I'm a sponsor. I'm, I am, um, I, you know, I'm pretty much the son my mother raised and, um, and the kid God wanted me to be. Yeah, you are. You are that. Um, you, you know, you went through all of this substance abuse and so many things. You know, I would you say a lot of entertainers have to deal with all that? You know, I think being on the road 210 days out of the year creates some bad habits like not sleeping and, and being tired and, and, um, and just having to be mentally sharp and I think a lot of entertainers today um, don't we, we we just don't go out and do that th- those grueling schedules anymore because um, it's it's a little more planned out and I've, I'm actually a uh, an owner in the record label that I'm on and we and we're really making sure the young people that we sign to this label um, that their message also goes out and it is a message of wellness and taking care of yourself and it's a better artist than a, than a worn out, um, uh, tired, um, not thinking straight, living on a tour bus, um, is, it just doesn't serve you. So, um, I think a, a lot of these artists that are coming up, um, they're taking better care of themselves. So that's, it's good to see. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, that thing you said about traveling and wearing people out, you know, I'm sure that is an impact. So, um, and by the way, what's the name of your record company? My, my new album is called Jacob, and um, it is it's been out for about uh, four months now. Uh, I'm sorry, about seven months, and we just released our second radio single off of it last week, and it's going very well at country radio. And I'm just, I'm, you know, I I uh, I was told that all of us '90s country artists. Uh, have been put out the pasture, but 
it's kind of a nice pasture. You know, we see all our friends there, but um, one of the radio guys told me the other day that I guess he said, I guess you found a hole in the fence. <laughs> I said, well, I guess I did, but um, how about we just call it a great song and, and uh, that people really like. And it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been pretty cool. Well, it isn't just one good song. I listened to the album. It is outstanding. Okay, anyone listening, Jacob, Jacob is the name of the album, Ty Herndon. You can download it. Let's remember, he is fighting for people with disabilities, but that doesn't matter. It's really good. I listened to it, and you got a lot of holes in that fence, Ty. Well, you know, there's there's not a song on the album called Jacob. I I was at a place in my life, my mental health was so bad that I just didn't want to do music anymore. I was just I was just tired, and I didn't feel like anybody was listening, and it, it was a lot of stinking thinking going on. But I sat down with my um, um, with one of my spiritual counselors, um, and he said, "You know, your story reminds me a lot of of Jacob and." In, in the Bible, I said yes. I'm I'm very familiar with with Jacob and and Israel. And he said, you know, um, sometimes God, universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, will cripple you. And that and that and that um, and that wound helps you find a way to heal, and then you become a leader in your tribe. And that's what happened in that story. That's that's you know I, I grew up hearing it in Sunday school, and just uh, and in that moment, having that conversation with um, with my spiritual counselor, I I said, you know what, um, you just made me want to sing again, and I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to write my my story um, about Jacob. So it's uh, it's all in there, man. It is, and then a few fun songs just because life is beautiful. And we can't forget to celebrate that as well. Wow, that is a great story. See, and you had forgiveness come your way because Esau forgave Jacob. Absolutely. And I think that's the that is the the most important thing that that has happened and I say this is so important in people's recovery is um, um, is forgiveness. And it's it's all about forgiving yourself and being strong and um, knowing that um, abundance and wellness is right there for you and you deserve it all. So what advice do you have for people that have struggled with substance abuse and have a mental health disability and have caused many problems with their family, things have happened, and then yes. they go back for forgiveness, and they don't get forgiveness. What what advice do you have for them? Well, you know, uh, there's an art to making amends, and sometimes um, the uh, the families haven't done all that recovery work, so they're not quite they don't have all the information. So patience and time, and go back, you know, and and and, and give as much information as you can about your disease, and then you know sometimes. It, Forgiveness just doesn't happen, and you have, and God creates this whole new family for you. And so, um, it's it doesn't always have to be your your birth family; it can be chosen family. So, um, but sometimes families just need a little time, and 
it's always great if you have a, a sponsor or a counselor to help uh, set the family down with the amends so they know there's someone professional there. And if you can't do that, I mean, just a, just a really trusted person that, that knows your journey and knows that you're here today to do amends with, with, this, with this friend or family because they mean that much to you. And, uh, and, and the beautiful part about that is God has to be in the room. Uh, your version of God, um, just a lot of love, and um, and continue doing wellness because they will notice. It may take some time, but they will notice. Yeah, they will. I agree with you. Well, I have a big question for you here, Ty. Woo-hoo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a big one. Um, you live with a mental health disability. You talk about it with everyone. I Here's my question. What was harder for you, coming out as a gay man or coming out as a star living with a mental health disability? Oh, wow. Well, I think the mental health disability was, was there uh, from the moment I started hiding who I was and, and, and started feeling like people would not like me. I couldn't have a career. I couldn't have a church. I couldn't have a family. I couldn't do any of the things that I was put on this earth to do. I didn't have the information uh, that I that I could. And my journey to that information was paved with a lot of trauma. So coming out was cool. It was something I never thought I'd do. Um, I was just loved by just about everybody. I got very little um hate mail it was just a lot of love even from the other artists and because i think at this at this point a lot of people knew my music and knew my heart now coming uh, coming out as the second coming out <laughs> was revealing you know that that i was pretty sick and that was that was hard because i don't think that i knew how sick i was myself until um, until I started to crumble and then didn't want to live, didn't want to be on this life anymore. And that's not like me, you know. I was I I was um pretty pretty broken. So I learned about trauma, about tar and feather in the soul, how it can build up and just be quicksand in your own blood and bones. So it was drowning. So the the uh letting people know that I wasn't okay was the hardest thing to do because I had lived my whole life being the greatest little boy in the world. But it was the greatest gift I gave myself to open my mouth and let people know that I wasn't okay. Because a lot of times people that are having mental issues get really quiet. They get really isolated and they're really alone. So my big saying is now check on family and check on your neighbors, check on people. As a matter of fact, during COVID, I probably knew one one neighbor on my street, and at, here we are, you know, a few years down the road, and I, I probably know 140 people on my street now, because um, I, I just make sure people are okay. I probably overdo it, because they're like, okay, Herndon, we're fine. Go back home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful that you do that. And why I brought that up is there are so many young kids who are gay, that end up with a mental health situation or already have it. Um, and it's just, you know, it so often leads to suicide. So, you know, I am really 
really glad that you're doing this uh, because people don't realize what kids go through. You know what I mean? They just oh, don't yes, understand do. yeah. what they go through. And you doing that not ashamed makes such a major uh, difference because, you know, that's the biggest problem for young kids. Shame. Yes, it is. And there's no place for that. There's no place for shame in your blood and bones. It is, it is a cancer within itself. So um, it is... One, it is one of the things I, I love to say when I talk to a bunch of high school kids or, or, or smaller is a lot of bad days can add up to a really, really bad day where you'll make a really powerful wrong decision. With a little bit of work and a whole lot of love and opening your mouth and, and, and telling a friend that you're not okay will lead to some of the most beautiful days the rest of your life. So... You know, you have to you have to speak into the bad days, but you have to you have to kind of um, really powerfully speak into the better days because those dark days are hopeless, and it just takes one little ray of light to to pull somebody out of that. Yeah, and that could be you, the person. You could be that one one person, one decision could save a life. Always remember that. Well, it's on the half hour, and it is time for our national news, national news in the disability community. So, uh, Perry, are you with us? I'm happy to be here. So, so Perry, what's in the news nationally? Well, we're celebrating Fair Housing Month. April is designated as Fair Housing Month, and the purpose of Fair Housing Month is to educate the public about the need to eliminate housing discrimination and to increase our awareness, our knowledge, understanding of all of the fair housing laws and policies that are there. And to celebrate Fair Housing Month, I really want to note that today, to this very day, April 11th, marks the 55th anniversary of the enactment of the Federal Fair Housing Act. That law signed in 1968 uh, prohibited discrimination in private as well as public housing on the basis of race, religion, color, national origin, origin, and it protects people in all aspects of housing, such as sale or rental, getting a mortgage, seeking housing assistance, or other housing-related activities. And so someone might say, okay, so that's on the basis of race, religion, color, national origin. What about disability? Well, the Fair Housing Act was amended in 1988 to broaden protections under the law. In 1988, it became illegal to discriminate against people with disabilities in housing. Uh, Congress also uh, saw fit to add families with children to the Fair Housing Act protections. So um, it goes a little further. In February of 2021, the Department of Housing and Urban Development clarified that the Fair Housing Act also prohibits discrimination on the basis of gender identity 
and sexual orientation. I think we know that HUD is the federal agency that enforces the Fair Housing Act, including fair housing under 504 of the Rehab Act and the Architectural Barriers Act. So here are some statistics. Uh, The National Fair Housing Alliance reported in 2021 that there were 31,216 complaints of housing discrimination in the United States. Joyce, 53.6% of all complaints were filed on the basis of disability. So disability is the leading reason why people go and file a complaint on housing discrimination. Unbelievable. Advocacy matters. The most important thing we can do to celebrate Fair Housing Month is to educate ourselves about fair housing and the process to file complaints with HUD. If you go right now to disabilityrightspa.org, click on today's Advocacy Matters segment. You'll find fact sheets on fair housing, uh, tenants' rights under federal fair housing law, and so much more from Disability Rights Pennsylvania. You'll also find a link to the HUD complaint process as well as a link to HUD's webpage on fair housing and equal opportunity. So, Joyce, we're so excited to celebrate that 55th anniversary of the Federal Fair Housing Act and what a great thing it has been to our nation. Yes, that is a great thing to celebrate. And I hope everyone goes to disabilityrightspennsylvania.org and goes to that advocacy page. Everyone go. Uh, Perry, thank you for that news. Absolutely, Joyce. Take care. We are the only show, Ty, in the world that every week has national news that impact people with disabilities. That's amazing. I was I was sitting here listening to every bit of it. That's uh, that's so incredible. I love that you do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's very important uh, to me, but certainly to all of our listeners. Um, I, I actually I just, walked back. My, my fiance is getting ready for work. I actually walked back and and, um, and and let him hear all that news as well. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that is good. Yeah, great. When are you getting married? August 5th. But if we don't get busy, we've been so busy, we haven't got a whole, a whole lot planned. <laughs> so. My mother's going to be very upset if we uh, if, if we have to change the date because she uh, she's already bought her sequin pants, so she's ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better let us know so we can send our best wishes uh, your way. That is that is so exciting. One more time, Absolutely. Jacob, Jacob, the album Jacob, Ty Herndon, go to Spotify uh, to his. Is it on your Facebook also, Ty? If they want to download the album, where it, else is it? it you, all the all the links are on just about every social media thing that I have. It's just absolutely. But the best place to go get it uh, is is tyherndon.com. Um, and it just it's our website is so easy, but it will send you to all of the outlets. If you're Amazon, if you're uh, if you're um, Sony, if you're whatever whatever you pay for or get for stream for free, it's there. <laughs> TyHerndon.com. 
I mean it, everyone. It is so good. You can't believe it's good. It's great. It's great. And he's fighting for us. TyHerndon.com. Jacob. I love that name, by the way, especially now that you told me why. That That is really an incredible story. That's a great story. Um, so, you Thank live you. with... It, it was, it, I, it, it was it was probably one of the, you know, when, when a higher power helps you make a decision, then the higher power continues to show up. So this, this album was just, it was therapeutic. It was fun. It was joyful. It was heartbreaking. It was all of the emotions to, to write. And there's only, there's only 12 writers with me on the entire album and they all have a story. And that's, and that was so important to me. So, um, I, I learned a long time ago from my mom, it's not just about singing music, it's about listening to what you're singing. Because when it goes on that microphone and goes out to the world, you're not only telling your story, you're telling a lot of people's stories because they're going to relate to that music so much. So it's it's always important to me to do a body of work that I know is going to be a healer. It's going to be full of love. It's going to be full of heartbreak. But the heartbreak for me, had a happy ending. And so that is why this album is so full of joy as well. Oh, isn't that great? That is so great. So when you wrote this, you really poured your heart into it with, with everything you've been through, with all, with all of it. You poured it, you, you poured it into this album, didn't you? I did. You know, if you're going to sit down and write a, a song called God or the Gun, um, it, it's, it's, it's all in or don't do it. And I wrote that with my producer, Eric Halbig and the beautiful Jamie Floyd. And we sat down, the song was finished. We sat down in the same spot right in front of my grand piano in my house that, that I almost wasn't on this planet anymore. And in that moment, I got to restore what is quicksand and make a very solid floor that I'm not going to fall through. Um, by, by music, love, and telling the truth about mental health, that it is a demon. It is, and it will take you out. I heard but it. There is. There is I heard that hope. song. There is yes. And everyone, all the young people should listen to that song. See, Ty, the other reason that everything has worked out and you're here, God always has a plan. You're not done yet. Now you're going to be a national advocate across the world, but starting in the United States for young people living with mental health disabilities. You are going to do far more than you imagine. I just know it. I can tell it. It's the favor of God is on you. I just know it's oh, going man. to happen. There's a line in that same song that says, heaven said I wasn't done. And oh, I want there you go. Everyone, listen, everyone listening out there to know that um, on a bad day, what I do, I take my bare feet. I don't care if it's raining and cold. And I put it in some grass. I put it on the earth and I raise my hands up and I receive a whole download of joy and energy. And I ask for it because I need it. And I've, in my wellness, I haven't been let down with that. So get your get your shoes off and go find some good grass, y'all. <laughs> you heard me. 
you're not done yet, that's for sure. You are here for a reason. Even though everyone tried to do something, including you, here you are. You're here. So, um, And we are going to support you nonstop. I'm going to be talking about well, Jacob. Thank you so much, man. You know, my grandmother always, once again, she's a very wonderful and wise woman, but she always said, you know, if you put a thousand hearts on the table, you're going to see a thousand beautiful hearts. You're not going to see race, color, sex. You're just going to see a thousand beautiful hearts that are only there to love and be loved. And I love that. Um, that I just, I love just visual, visual, visualizing that um, when we're all fighting out in this world, just, just for the right to love who we love and to be who we are and to coexist. So a thousand beautiful hearts. That's what we are. That's true. That is so true. So I read your story, and I know that Carrie Underwood had an impact on you with the song So Small. Could you talk about that for a minute? Absolutely. I love Carrie. We, we actually uh, are friends. Uh, but, you know, music is the thing, whether they're your friends or not, that will stop you in your tracks. But I, um, I had a moment when I... When I heard that song, that I had to pull my my truck over, um, and I I pulled it off the road, and I and I just wept because the song was so important, and um, I can't tell you how many times I felt so small, even with all the great things going on, I just was never able to to feel as big as God wanted me to feel. And that song just smacked me in the face, and I knew I had to record it. And I had to, I had to do a video with a lot of beautiful uh, kids in it, and that's what we did. And if you get a chance to go, just Google that video. It's, it's just it's my version of So Small, and it's such a wonderful video. You'll get a blessing from it. Well, you may have thought you were so small before, but I can tell you you're a giant. And you have such an impact you're going to have on so many people. You know, there was a young girl living with autism, 10 years old, and they were calling her the N-word at school. And her family went to the school and told them not to do this. And one day she went to school um, with, with Febreze. And her mother said, what are you doing? She said, well, they tell me I smell. This little girl... Oh, was 10 years old, and she took her life. So when I say, Ty Herndon, that you're going to have a big, big impact, what is more powerful than saving lives? And I am here to tell you, you have God's favor. Something big is going to happen, and it's going to be all good. It's going to be all good. That stuff in your past is behind you. You are moving forward now. And I'll bet you didn't think you were going to talk to a preacher, huh? Hey, I was just, I was about to say thank you for that affirmation and that word. I receive it. And, and you know, in, in the name of all goodness, absolutely. I, it, it, I, had, I had my goosebumps on my arms. Thank you for that. Yeah, well, I mean it. And, and I know you know I mean it. Um, so I want to say something else I want everyone to go to, and that is soundboard. Oh, there you are, being a great mental health advocate. 
someday you're going to have to have me on, Ty, so that I can tell everyone how great you are. And uh, you are helping millions of people. Why did you decide to start that podcast? Well, again, another platform to have a voice. And there's so many people in the in the music business and the, in the entertainment world who have these incredible stories about turning down the negative voices and turning up the positive voices and, and, and living life and wellness. And I just thought, you know, nobody's really talking about this. And my record label is actually owned by a mental health company. So that was, that was, um, uh, divine, wasn't it? And wow. I, I went to, uh, I went to them and, and, and said, I want to do this. And they said, absolutely. We just found out that, um, the podcast is, going to be uh, turned into like a little talk show. So we'll be filming it as well. Oh, so that's great. It's, hey, it's, it's motivation to get on the treadmill. So I'm, I'm glad to have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's really good. And you've had uh, Leanne Rhymes and a few other stars on there. Yes. And I would love to have you on my podcast. We'll, uh, we'll make sure we have hair and makeup and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know what I would want? I would want a student with a mental health disability with me. So we'll oh, work that on be, that. Um, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Well, you know, on our show, you can, we always like to say, you can, you can uh, do what you want and have what you want within reason. As long, as long as I don't have to sell my truck. <laughs> <laughs> no casting either. No casting on the show. I won't be doing that either. Um, no, so, no, no, no cussing. <laughs> So my mother still um, has a cuss my mother still has a cuss jar, so that's that's not okay in our family. <laughs> oh, a cuss jar. Oh, that is good. That is good. Uh well, before we go any further, we have a caller on the line. Scott, are you on? I am Joyce. How are you? I'm good. I'm recovering from COVID. I know. I hope you are feeling better and uh getting stronger every day and uh, Ty, thank you for being on the radio show, and uh, I'm a big fan. Absolutely, he's well, a big fan. Uh, I am the, uh, the the manager of programs and partnerships for Bender Leadership Academy, as Joyce mentioned. Um, it was founded in 2018. So one of my things that I work on is the that Not a Shame campaign, and I just wanted to call in to personally thank you um, for doing a video because. With you doing that video, I provided a huge boost to uh, the Academy's Not a Shame campaign uh, that we just launched uh, in 2022. So for those of you who don't know what that is, we aim to promote truth around mental health and to spread awareness that mental fitness matters to everyone as a component of overall wellness, just like nutrition or physical fitness. Uh, so please go to our website, Bender Leadership. Dot org. There's a Not a Shame uh, um, link on there, and then you can see uh, all the videos, and especially Ty's. He's right up there with choices. So thank you again, Ty. Oh, my gosh. You just made my day. Thank you so much. I, I really <laughs> appreciate all the work that you're doing as well. So uh, keep, keep it up, my friend. Keep it up. <laughs> I, absolutely. God bless you. I'll tell you what, thank Ty. You. I'll, I'll tell you what. Thanks, Scott. I'll tell you what, Ty. You can't imagine the difference that that makes because when we talk, you know, when we talk to uh, over 500 students, we tell them, 
You know Ty Herndon, that country star that's famous? He has a mental health disability, and he talks about it, and he's not ashamed. Because, Ty, <laughs> if, if I could just get these young people to not be ashamed, they don't even tell their families when they know something is different because they don't want to tell anyone something is different. Yeah. Well, you know, um, my mama and my grandma and my grandpa, I knew that those were the three people in my life that would love me no matter what. And so all you young folks out there, I hope and pray that you have one of those in your life that you can tell anything to. Um, and that sometimes it's about a simple hug and just being able to give it a voice because when you don't give it a voice, it sets like cement in your soul and it just gets heavier and heavier. So it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing that you, you have this built-in jackhammer that you can crack that cement open and set yourself free from, from the baggage that's been put on you. And it's not yours. And you get to find out who you are. And that's pretty, pretty, pretty dadgum beautiful. This is what I do when I, when I speak in person or virtually to any of the classes, because we have classes, and one of them is to fight bullying, because kids with disabilities are bullied more than any other group in America. So this is what I make them do. I tell them, okay, you're going to get out the remote. The next time someone says, you're weird, you're ugly, you're stupid, you're going to get out the remote control, and you're going to change the channel. And you're going to yeah. say, I, I don't have time for you. I don't have time to hear you. I know I'm beautiful. I'm not listening. So every show, and still to this day, kids will tell me this from years ago. I tell them, you are awesome. And I want you to say it every day and write it and put it on your mirror. But then I make them say it at the end of every class. And I would yell as loud as I normally do. But I can't with COVID. But just trust me. I tell them I want you to yell so loud that your parents get mad. Because yeah. every one of them are awesome. And that's one well, of the messages. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What I always like to to say to you know to a bully is uh, even when I was a kid my grandma uh, my mother actually taught me to say this she said she goes I'm sorry but my mirror says I'm awesome but your mirror is clearly telling you something wait nope 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 I'm I'm prettier than you <laughs> oh my gosh I humor has been a, a big it's one of the things that has that has helped me the most and just knowing that if someone is going to say something like that to you, you can't imagine what, what probably what their life is like at home. That if somebody's, if somebody's going to point a finger at you, they're pointing, you know, four of them at themselves. So bullies usually have a lot of hate going on for themselves. And, um, and that's when I, you know, I tell my kids you're awesome. Tell yourself you're beautiful every day, but we also have to pray for, for people that are broken. And there's power in that. There's self-power in that. It's God's power. God's power. You've got God's power, Ty. Hallelujah. Remember what I told you. <laughs> You're going to do something big. I want you to remember I told you that. I want you to remember. 
So, Ty, for all the young people, you know what you have to do? You have to get this podcast and put it on your Facebook so that kids can hear there is hope. And right now, I want you to any of the young people listening to this show that are contemplating taking their life, what message do you have for them? That sometimes it's just a bunch of bad days put together and it will get better. I have to say this. I, I, I've had so many bad days that, that I just, that I just looked up at the sky and I said, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can just for today. Just find just a little bit of hope in the day and it will, that's planting a seed for a lot more hopeful days. Oh, my dog agrees. People agrees. <laughs> well, see, that's what counts right there. And, you know, I always <laughs> tell people this is the mistake you can't change. So, you know, you can't even think of your life is so important. No matter what you think, this too will pass. And, you know, don't even yes, think of a look at this. Look, yep. this man, he's a celebrity. He's a country star. He's famous. And he's on this show because of his hearing about you. How many people yes. can say that? When you uh, when you end your life, you're 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 ending the bad days, but you're also erasing all the good days to come. And there's a lot of them out there, and it is um, and and love is powerful. And the most powerful thing that that you have is your voice, and you have to you have to be heard. So that's what I would really the main thing I would say to a young person is. Open your mouth and scream it loudly that you need help and have no shame about it. Yeah, and I always tell people you have to tell someone, no matter what. you have to. T- and if it's not your parents, it's your preacher or your rabbi or your teacher or your coach. It's someone. You always have yes. to tell someone. You know what I mean, Ty? You have to tell someone. I do. Isolation so, Ty, is also a killer. Yes. Oh, yes, it is. So, Ty, let me ask you something. What me. brings you joy? You bring me joy. Talking to you today. I have my joy of the moment, man. Uh, I, wow, you I'm, have a great voice. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should be a singer. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am uh, the sun shining today, and uh, uh, I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I've got all this wellness. I'm in, I'm in love and God is just blessing my life. And there's just a lot of joy. And, you know, is there bad days? Sure. You know, I, I, uh, I, I have very insecure days. I, I do. And I have to do a lot of work around that. Um, because I spent most of my life in hiding and, and getting rid of trauma doesn't mean that you get rid of it. You learn how to manage it. And, the more you manage it, the less it gets. And I'm having, and I have, I have those days, but I have the knowledge of what's going on. And I really, I drive my fiance and my mom crazy because I never used to talk a lot. And now you can't shut me up, but sometimes I just need to shut up. <laughs> well, so we, we I, don't I've want learned, you to I've shut learned, up. I've learned, 
I, I learned that look. Okay, I've said too much. <laughs> so I have one other question. What about someone, because I got a lot of questions about this here. What about someone that aspires to be a country artist? Well, you know, I I have a lot to say about that because it, it and it's real simple. Um, if you want to come to town and be a, a songwriter and a singer, then treat it like you're going to Harvard. Know everything you can know about the history of country music, about songwriting, about publishing, about uh, about managing money, and and be a be a pro at your craft. And by the time you get to Nashville and you get to town uh, or spend a few years here doing that, and that's what will rise to the top. And, and in that moment, you get to be who you are. And so, you know, I, I was, you're not coming to town as an LGBT or, or, or a gay artist. You're coming to town as an artist. You're coming to town to do your craft. So do it and be, and be great at it because great. Oh, to the top. yeah, I love what you said about Harvard. I do. Well, hey, Ty, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today, but I can tell this will be the beginning of a great friendship. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to pause and kiss my, kiss my fiance. She's going to work. Bye, honey. I'll see you. I'll see you later. You look way too nice to leave this house. <laughs> uh-oh. uh-oh. Thank you so wow. much for having me on the show. You're, you're, you're right. We're, we have a buddy friendship and I, I, Man, I've learned I've learned something from you today. I've, your 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 voice is powerful, but your spirit is even more powerful. And you are a preacher teacher, and those to me are angels. So you are an angel, and I'm praying for you that you feel better quickly because we need you well. Thank you. Well, I you are going to love this. You are going to love this. We end every show with a quote, and so because of you, it's going to be. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. That's you. With singing. Uh, Ty, thank you. Hallelujah. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to get to tell everyone you sang to me. I'm going to be telling everybody, hey, Ty Herndon sang to me on the radio show. If I was hey, don't forget you, everyone. You are be- so beautiful to me. Can't you see, baby? Yeah, <gasps> you're, be- you're, you're a beautiful soul, my friend. Oh, you're you're so wonderful, and I, I. That's why I have to tell everyone more than time. Jacob, buy it by Ty Herndon. All right, everyone. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at VoiceAmerica.com. Talk to you all next week, and in the words of Mary Brocker, remember, choose joy. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 